PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing the Offensive Rookie of the Year and why it could be Mac Jones' award to lose. Sam, what are your thoughts? Mac Jones, Patriots quarterback, fresh off a, was it 26 to nothing win against the Falcons? And uh, 25 to nothing, sorry. 25. Yeah. 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 Sorry to, sorry about that, Falcons. 25 nothing, Patriots. Mac Jones, maybe not the catalyst, but another good, efficient game. Doesn't, doesn't throw many incompletions. Is Mac Jones in the, uh, the front runner for the offensive rookie of the year? Um, I think he's one of them. I, I think it's probably realistically between um, Mac Jones, Jamar Chase, maybe Kyle Pitts, though he didn't have a particularly good game yesterday uh, either. The Jones game was a little weird. He was almost flawless, didn't have to do an awful lot, wasn't pushing the ball deep down the field, and then like took one deep shot and threw an interception, um, which kind of, you know, mars his game a little bit. But yeah, like he's by far and away the best of the rookie quarterbacks so far this season. He's still putting distance between him and any of those other guys. Um, he's pushing his PFF grade higher and higher and pushing himself up into the rankings, though that might not have gone up uh, after that game on Thursday night. But I think given the difficulty involved in quarterback relative to the other positions, he's definitely in the conversation. Yeah, I think that's what always it always comes back down to, right? When you do have a rookie that is even just good at quarterback, they usually get the nod when it comes to rookie of the year. And you in, in, in the other competitors have to just be special. And we could talk about Jamar Chase in a minute here because he is he has been special overall and he's certainly uh very much in consideration there. But you mentioned Mac Jones, 22 for 26. So just four incompletions, that one interception that he had pretty much only missed like two throws in the entire night. Maybe a couple blitz pickups. He did get sacked three times for some big losses. But um the interception, uh another miss on third down. But that's kind of the story of his season. He is it's not just completion percentage but the accuracy and the decision-making as far as getting to the right guy, getting to the open guy for the most part has been really, really good for Mac Jones. And you have one of those blips, you know, like he had on the AJ Terrell interception, but you know, Mac Jones has been as advertised when you talk about his processing power and all that stuff, had a play last night, safety blitz. And he just, you know, retreats, retreats, buys just enough time to get the ball off and convert a six yard for, uh, first down. I mean, little stuff like that, that Mac Jones is doing really well. And like you said, it's starting to show up in the PFF grade. It's starting to show up for the Patriots. While he might not, Mac Jones might not be the catalyst for all their success. The thing that they had last year was a pretty good running game. The defense was a little up and down. Now they have it all. And that's why New England is seven and four. And all that stuff will be uh, important consideration when we're talking offensive rookie of the year here. Yeah, I think he has been really impressive. And, you know, I think there are people that don't watch a lot of New England games that sort of criticize him for just being this check down guy and this, you know, low risk, high percentage type of quarterback. And he, you know, there's been definitely some of that, particularly earlier in the season. But as the year has gone on, they have generally asked a bit more of him. I know they didn't have to do much uh, against Atlanta just because, you know, the, the type of game that was. But generally, I think he is broadening um, what they're asking him to do, how much he's willing to attack and do more with the ball himself. Um, and the more he does in that regard, the better his case becomes because you are going to be going up against guys like Jamar Chase, who isn't just like good for a rookie, but is one of the best receivers in the NFL right out of the gate. Similarly, you know, Kyle Pitts is an absolute weapon, even if we didn't necessarily see it on Thursday night. The Patriots didn't do too much to kind of neutralize him in terms of specific scheme. We were expecting they might break out the Tony Gonzalez game plan where they legitimately put like three guys on him because... The, the Falcons had no other threats. They really didn't, though. And, and yet, 
the Atlanta just couldn't get the ball out because they were under so much pressure. And, you know, the one chance they did take a deep shot to Pitts, he kind of got held up in the route and then just kind of bailed on the play. But I think he'll definitely be in the conversation for Rookie of the Year by the end of the season. Yeah, Kyle Pitts was getting some respect, though. You've got Kyle Duggar, who is a a safety who excels at covering tight ends one-on-one, you know, covering Pitts a little bit. But also you had J.C. Jackson, you know, the, the Patriots' top corner, also on Pitts at times. And uh, when Pitts did get open, uh, you have Matt Ryan under pressure getting sacked. So one of those games where they just could not get the ball to Kyle Pitts. We'll make the case for Jamar Chase here in a minute. But football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Now you can when you bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. If Sportsbook isn't available yet in your state, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. And DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot of millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet just $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score. Promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required. One for customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, this felt like Jamar Chase's, you know, his award to lose just recently, just a couple weeks ago, but... Lost a little luster in the last game where he just didn't take over like we had seen in a in a rough loss uh, for the Bengals against the Browns. What are your thoughts on uh, Jamar Chase in his rookie season so far? I mean, he's been fantastic pretty much outside of that one game where all of the negative variants came back to bite him. And there was, you know, a fumble. There was uh, there was drops. There was guys making uh, pass breakups on targets sent his way. Basically, every possible negative consequence of throwing a ball in the direction of Jamar Chase came up in that game. Um, Whereas in basically every other game, it's been the exact opposite. If you throw the ball in Jamar Chase's direction, even if it's not necessarily a great pass, good things are happening, right? Remember back to the Packers game where they threw a pass that really realistically should have been broken up by Darnell Savage, the safety, I think, just missed the ball, like just went through his hands and hit Chase behind him. And then off he goes for a touchdown. So for most of the season, really good things have been happening when you throw the ball to Chase, and you can see the impact he's had on that Bengals offense. So I would say he's probably the front runner still, even after that Browns game. But I, right now, I think it's between him and Mac Jones. Six out of nine games, Jamar Chase has had at least a 40-yard play. And, and that's what we've been talking about on the, the, the PFF NFL podcast is kind of the Bengals' reliance on Jamar Chase had that 82 yarder against the the Ravens a couple weeks ago, 70 yarder against the Packers that you had mentioned, um, and just a whole bunch of big plays. So he's averaging almost 20 yards per catch, um, has the seven touchdowns, uh, and was catching the ball much better early. He's got three drops over his last you know, few games. But either way, we're talking about a legitimate game changer for this Bengals offense. And I think the Bengals' next question is how do you complement Jamar Chase and and not necessarily force the ball to him? Maybe they were forcing the ball a little bit too much to him in that Cleveland game, which is, which is smart, right? I mean, he is your best receiver and he can win at all levels of the field, but uh, you know, he, you know, defenses are going to start accounting for him a little bit more too. So I think that's going to be the big question here for Jamar Chase. How does he handle defenses having more awareness and realizing, Hey, he's the biggest part of the Bengals offense. We're going to have to take him out and make the other guys beat us right now. So I think Jamar Chase probably has the edge for me right now versus Mac Jones but it is tough to not defer to the quarterback position. When you see somebody like Mac Jones 
playing the game, uh, just a really clean brand of football, particularly when all of his peers are struggling in that respect. Um, it's tough to ignore what a quarterback's doing when it comes to offensive rookie. We've got to talk about some players that have no shot whatsoever to win rookie of the year, nice. but should, but should have a shot to win it. You going to the if, trenches? Yes. All right. This is what we do at PFF. The actual NFL, the AP, whoever it is that votes on this award by the end of the season, they don't give a crap about offensive linemen. Tristan Wirfs, if they did last year, would have been rookie of the year by a mile. Had no shot of doing it at no point. This year, there's an absolute ton of offensive linemen grading really well right after week one all the way through. Creed Humphrey right now has a PFF grade of 90 and is arguably the best center in the NFL. Just my tongue. Won't do it. Immediately. Rayshon Slater, no, uh, one of the best tackles in the NFL. Left tackles, despite going up against Miles Garrett, had enough confidence in himself to tell the team to stop helping him with chip blocks because it was throwing him off his game. Just let me go one-on-one -on -one with Miles Garrett, the presumptive defensive player of the year. So Rayshon Slater's right up there. Trey Smith, another incredible rookie offensive lineman for the Kansas City Chiefs. What was he, a sixth-round pick? Um, like, There's so many good offensive linemen that if offensive linemen won such awards, should be in the running for Rookie of the Year. Yeah, the voters need to get it together, Sam. They need to get it. They need to embrace offensive linemen with arms wide open. They need to do it, and Creed is the guy. Creed's the guy over 90 overall PFF grade right now. Just the power that he brings to the run game. Only eight pressures allowed so far this season in the most pass-heavy attack in the NFL. You love the puns. Don't forget it. Creed. Creed would be the guy, even at center. And I like what you're saying about Rashawn Slater, Trey Smith. Uh, it's time to uh, to look to the trenches when it comes to offensive rookie of the year. And look, I understand in the past you didn't have the ability to do that. You could just look at game started, and that was the, that was the only stat. Now you have PFF, <laughs> and now you know who the best linemen are. Think it'll yeah, ever happen? Like really, there really is no excuse to not acknowledge players like that in, in a rookie of the year kind of scenario. Like, if you can debate between a quarterback and a wide receiver and a running back and any of the other positions you want to talk about, you can, you can countenance offensive linemen winning it. Like, it isn't that hard. I mean, last year is a perfect example. You could look at the players that Tristan Wirfs basically shut down and say, that is absurd. That guy is playing at an all-pro kind of level, and he's a rookie. That man deserves rookie of the year. Well, I think Rayshon Slater is in a similar bracket. Creed Humphrey is in a similar bracket. So instead of debating... You know, Mac Jones versus Jamar Chase versus maybe Kyle Pitts. Let's start folding some offensive linemen in the conversation. That's what we do here at PFF. We're bringing the offensive rookie of the year discussion higher. It's the PFF NFL Daily.